Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your lines so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Well, good morning, Beamer family and friends and guests to Beamer's Blog Talk Radio and Roundtable Wednesday. I'm your host, Greg Peterson, team manager, and I am calling in today from Mesa, Arizona, here on March 22nd, 2023, where it is raining and they're giving all those desert plants some much-needed water. So today is Roundtable Wednesday, and what is Roundtable Wednesday? This is your opportunity to talk about any and all subjects as it relates to Beamer itself, and we keep everything compliant. Um, A person to bring up a question or discuss a topic, all you need to do is uh, hit the number one on your phone, and then that will bring you up in the queue, and then we can call upon you and get the discussion started. Now, these are all recorded programs. So how does a person listen to a recorded program? Well, it's actually quite simple. All you need to do is go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Beamer, I-B-D-S. That is blogtalkradio.com forward slash Beamer, I-B-D-S. And that will bring you into all the recorded programs. Now, the other option, which is very simple from your phone, is to go to your podcast app on your phone. That is your pod, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, podcast. And that's, excuse me, the app on your phone. And all you have to do is type in the word Beamer, B-E-M-E-R. And that will bring up all the recordings. So that way, you, when you're out and about, running around, or whatever the case may be, uh, in the evening time, whenever, you can be listening to a program. Now, what is really nice about this, everyone, is that all of your Beamer main distributors that had started a few years ago, this was our only resource to really learn about what was going on with Beamer. And so that's why they have kept this up because it was such an important, um, what do I want to say, an important uh, structure uh, tool to be able to use to continue to format uh, your Beamer business. So this is actually an awesome, awesome tool. And on Tuesdays, we have our Testimonial Tuesdays, and that is where people can call in and they can incorporate their testimonial 
And then once again, these are recorded. So that way, what we have done um, with our blog talk hosts is that after a show is over, we will put down some key words into the title. So that way it's easier for you to find maybe a recording that might relate to a client's issue that they may have or find interest in. So we're doing everything we can to help make things easier for all of us to find out. Cause I remember, gosh, it was almost uh, six months ago or so we had one person call in on testimonial Tuesday and they gave an amazing testimonial of how long they had amazing patients where they went over four years on using the Beamer and then finally started having some breakthroughs. And the testimonial was just heart-wrenching and it was so impactful. And unfortunately, not knowing which show that was, we don't have it uh, highlighted or titled. So that's the reason why we wanted to do this, to help make life a lot easier for everybody. So we have Testimonial Tuesdays. We have today our Roundtable Wednesday, which is open for everybody. And then on Thursdays is our equine unit for the horses. And that has been over the top amazingly successful because the whole equine um, family there, uh, they are finding that extremely useful to use. So uh, we have all of that. I see that, uh, well, let's see, we did have a hand raised and then it went down. If we don't have anybody that wants to raise a hand initially, what we can do is we can discuss today about Beamer booth etiquette and how do you get even signed up to work a booth. If you want to put a booth up at a farmer's market or at a health show or different things like that, what is required, number one, for us to be able to work an event like that? Number two, what type of materials would you possibly need to work an event like that? And basically also is the etiquette because you are going to find that you're going to be walking at a farmer's market somewhere. Maybe you're traveling, you're on vacation and you come upon a Beamer booth and you want to say hi. And let's face it, a lot of times we get really excited and what we don't realize is maybe we are being disruptive of the individual that's working the booth and where we're wanting to maybe be helpful, we are actually causing a distraction where the individual who has spent money and time and effort to have that booth there is now having a very excited individual there that is actually causing a distraction and possibly losing prospective clients. So we want to make sure that we all do things right and we're supportive and helpful of each other. So with that, we can discuss that. Otherwise, we can also discuss whatever you guys want to bring up. This is your show. So if you had a burning question or subject that you wanted to discuss, then go ahead, hit the number one on your phone. That will bring you up in the queue and we can go with that. Otherwise, I can get started on kind of what I have got lined up as far as the subject today, because the reason why this popped up 
is because I'm over here in Mesa, Arizona for a few days to help my friend, Roger Fouch, who is also group leader, the number one individual in the nation on signing people up as distributors. And he has an amazing booth um, over at the Mesa market. And we have discovered because of a lot of different interactions at the booth that we can fine tune and we can help educate everybody that will make life a lot easier for everybody. So we'll go ahead and get started with that. If you guys have other questions, anything like that, please hit the number one on your phone and we will uh, open up the lines and get additional input from you guys. Because once again, this is our show. I am just the conductor of this orchestra. You guys are all the instruments. And so we want to be able to hear from all the instruments to make this ensemble uh, the best possible show. All right. Okay. So let's get started. So on a booth, when a person has a booth, what does it take to have a booth? Well, number one, it is required, mandatory that you have an academy. Okay. Now, I know the company doesn't press having academies. They highly encourage it that you get an academy in within the first six months because the success rate is extremely high if an individual gets to an academy right away because then they know the tools of what they're working with and they've seen the interaction of all the other people and realize they're not the only person in town or in the country that is doing this, that there's hundreds of other people out there doing it, okay? So number one, get an academy under your belt. Number two, make sure that you work with your mentor and or your upline, somebody who has had experience working a booth. And if none of them have, then find out from somebody in a cross line, meaning somebody that is on a different team and your, your mentors, your upline, they will have individuals that they can direct you to that you possibly can go and assist at a booth or just go and observe and see how they're put together, the different things there. So let's say that you have an event. We'll make it simple. Let's say you have an event at a church and you want to work a booth at your local church. So number one, you have your academy done. That's great. Number two, you get authorization from the church personnel that you can have a booth there. That is number two. Number three, after that is done, then you contact our um, compliancy department and send them the information and that you have got authorization to be able to work a booth there at that event. And then compliance will send you, uh, they've got their cut and paste capabilities. They can send you all the rules of the road then on having a booth, how to prepare the whole bit. Okay, so now you've done that and you've had the ability of being at that event. So what are the minimum items that you're going to want there? Well, number one, you're going to need your Beamer. Number two, you're going to need to put your Beamer on something. What we highly recommend 
are what's called those zero gravity chairs. They're like a lounge chair that leans back. Now, here's the thing. A lot of people like to try to save money and buy the lesser expensive ones. Don't do it because they are rated at a lesser poundage. You want to buy the ones that are rated for at least 300 or 350 pounds because the last thing you want is someone who is heavy set and is going to come over and sit on your chair and it collapses. Now you're liable. All right. So you want number one, you want the heavier duty zero gravity chairs and you can get these at Costco, Sam's club, um, Bass pro shops, sporting goods, places, things like that. But make sure you get the heavier duty one. That's number one. Number two on the chair Make sure you get the ones that have the side tray that slides out from underneath and then it pivots up and then locks into place, okay? This is very important because there are the zero-gravity chairs that have the actual removable tray that just kind of then snaps on the side of the chair. The problem with those are they're very flimsy, and you put the B-box on there, and all of a sudden, it tilts downward, and your B-box slides off, hits the ground, cracks, breaks, and you're out of business. So you want the zero-gravity chairs, 350 pounds, heavy-duty, and they're normally the, automatically the wider ones, so the B-body fits in them perfect. And you want it where it has the slide-out tray then that pivots up and then locks it into place. Okay, so you got your beamer, you got your chair. Now, we have different options as far as roll-up banners, different things like that. I'm not going to go into that today because that's a whole nother topic as far as the new printing service that Beamer has, but that is highly recommended to get a couple current banners that are compliant but then also having your Beamer share and using the Beamer share because you can think of it this way. Instead of trying to hand out brochures to people, you want to be in control of making contact with individuals. If you just hand them your business card, you may never hear from them again. However, if you get their information, then you are in control of getting back in contact with them. And with the Beamer Share, that gives you that opportunity. And you can jokingly talk to people and say, listen, instead of a brochure, it's really hard to watch a video looking at a brochure. How about I send you some information and it'll be much more um, informative for you to do that, okay? So we can do that. All right, so that is an option there, and just a moment here because my little screen had gone to uh, sleep mode here. All right, so we're looking at the basic items that we need for the booth. Now, a person can have like a table, and they can have a nice tablecloth over it. I know I personally, I think I'd gone to, at that time, it was Bed Bath & Beyond, and I got like a nice dark gray tablecloth cover and laid that over, and I used that, and that worked out just fine. 
Now with the new printing service and other services out there, you can use the Beaver logo that is found in your distributor library under sales and marketing. And there are the logos in there that you can download and then be used to send to a printer. If you're not wanting to use the company's printing service, if you go to a a separate uh, company, but have fitted tablecloths, which look much more professional uh, for like a standard four foot table and those four foot tables that you can buy at Costco, Sam's Club, um, they're adjustable on height. And those work really, really well. And it looks nice and professional. And the cleaner, the better. Think of it this way, guys. If you had a booth, well, let's take a step back. And I'm going to do an analogy. If you opened up a book and it was in small writing and the whole page was filled with small writing, is there going to be anything that's going to capture your attention When you look at that page that's filled with all that writing, no. However, you open up a page that has big, bold letters on it and has less than nine words on it, and those words are organized where it captures your attention, is that going to stand out more for you? Yes. Think of your booth in the same manner. The mistake I first made was as I had all sorts of things hanging up here and there and everywhere, and it was overwhelming for people. You want to keep it simple. All you want to do is have that one question that draws a person into your booth so you can start talking to them. It's that simple. Do not overthink it. Just something that's going to draw them in and then you can start chatting with them and follow the 283 process, showing them the green video or the blockage video, then getting them on the unit itself, letting them relax and maybe watch the eight-minute story, and then getting them additional information and, and going from there. So it's really keeping it simple when you're setting up your booth, all right? I'm going to leave it at that, and then we can go into questions and answers here, but let me bring up the etiquette. And this is so important because I fell victim to this, and I had gone to one of our uplines booths, and I was so excited to be there, and people were coming in, and I was wanting to help out and get them on the Beamer and different things. You really want to be able to be respectful of the individual who's taken all the time, effort, and money to put that booth together uh, to take the time to organize everything and just shadow them. Just watch what they do and observe the behavior of the people as they walk by a booth. Everybody's in their own world, but you can determine and you might change your booth up while you have it set up because maybe the traffic flow is from right to left or left from right. So you want the things that are going to capture people's attention to be in front of them. So if more of the traffic is coming from one direction and going to another, think of yourself when you're walking by a booth, 
are you going to walk by the booth and then look back and see something on the opposite wall that is towards your back? No, you want it in your face. So think of these little things. Okay, back to etiquette. Sorry, got off on a little tangent there. So on the etiquette itself, we want to make sure that we're respectful of the individual that is there, number one. Number two, if they allow you to uh, maybe bring you over to give your testimonial, here's a great opportunity to practice your little elevator speech. Once again, try to keep it actually to maybe 30 seconds. Hey, hi, nice to meet you. What's your name? Awesome. I'm Greg. And uh, yeah, I, you know, I learned about Beamer. Gosh, it was like six years ago. And originally I had this issue. I started using the Beamer. Here I am today. And the first question people always ask me is, do you use this for yourself? And I can tell you right now, I do not miss a day where I'm on this at least twice a day. And as an athlete, I've learned how to use it now before and after workouts and it has totally transitioned my life. Boom. You know, the person's going to be there and they're going to be like, wow, okay. So, you know, then you go into maybe a longer conversation or that could just be it and just say, hey, you know, it was nice meeting you. I'm going to turn you back over to Joe here. And uh, if you guys have any questions, you know, you just get back to me. Be more than happy to answer any of your questions. And then just do that. Now, we've had individuals that they walk into a booth and they're so excited and they're watching people and they start seeing people walking by and they start to walk out into the aisle way or out into the front of the booth area and they try to pull people in. That's a big no-no. That is called carnivaling, like a carnival. It's called carnivaling. And most places will not allow vendors to do that. And here's the reason why. Do you want to be walking along at a nice farmer's market and be hit on by every booth, have people walk out and disrupt you while you're walking along with your friend and you're chatting and somebody's coming up to you and hitting on you as far as trying to push a product here and there? It's very disruptive and honestly, it's disrespectful to people that are spending their, enjoying their Sunday afternoon or whatever doing this. So we do not do that. You just want people to come in. And the biggest thing that we see is where people will come up and they'll have that questionable look on their face and they'll be looking at things. Those are the individuals. Then you can just say, hi, do you have any questions? And normally the biggest thing they'll ask you is, yeah, what is this? And that's when you can go into your little elevator speech or just mention, you know, what Beamer is on how you've learned it. I'm not going to give any lines here today, but be able to do that and then bring them in and say, you got eight minutes? Yeah. Hey, I'm doing a free session. You know, normally this would cost anywhere from $25 to $45 if you were to go to a physician's office or a practitioner's office. Um, and I'm doing them for free. What do you got to lose? So just by bringing them in. So that's the biggest thing on etiquette is just being respectful. If you have individuals that you want to get on the Beamer and you know another individual that's not even on your team has a booth, it's really not proper to send people over to that booth and 
to get that person on a Beamer without talking to the booth operator first. Because for myself, when I work my Saturday mornings, I have two Beamers in there. And I personally want to have my clients on that Beamer not be doing the work for another distributor that's especially on another team where I'm not going to receive any commission or anything like that. So please be respectful of these types of scenarios. So with that, I want to hear from you guys, maybe some experiences you've had, some suggestions that you may want to add to this conversation. I know we have people here that have been in booths and different things like that. I would really love to hear from you guys because this is our show. So hit the number one on your phone and then we will go from there. And I see we have our first caller and let's bring on 805-406. You are live on Blog Talk today. Hey, good morning, Greg. Uh, Grandma got run over by a pickup. And um, thank you for all the uh, great pointers and uh, going through this list of things for Boothby. Did you mention something about a disclaimer? No, I did not mention that. So if you want to bring that up, I think that's a great thing to bring up as well. Well, yeah, uh, having anybody um, that goes on the Beamer should uh, fill out a disclaimer. And I, I, I don't. I don't know. You probably know more about that, Greg. Uh, does the company require it? I know it's a protection for us to make sure that they do sign that, and it kind of takes. Uh, I mean, somebody might complain about, oh, I had a, got a headache from it, or I got a toothache from it, and I had to go to the dentist, whatever. Um, so it's kind of uh, protection for us. Uh, you can talk about that better than I. Yes. Um, it, it. It. I don't. I don't want to put words in the company's mouth, but from my understanding, it is mandatory. And yes, you want to protect yourself and you want to protect the company because we are a representative of Beamer and we are an FDA class two cleared medical device here in the United States. So everybody, I don't care if it's a family member, whoever, they all sign a disclaimer form. Now, I do know in our Beamer Share that we have disclaimer forms there. From my understanding is that when those are, are filled out, it goes into a storage area or whatever with Beamer somehow. I'm not sure exactly what happens to them after that. Personally, right now, until I find out further information, I have them fill out a manual Make sure you have the most recent one out of our back office. And all you have to do is go into your distributor library and in the search bar, type in disclaimer form. And you have the one that is for humans and horses. It's actually two pages long. It'd be, it'd be nice if they could bring it down to one page, but then the writing would be so small. No one would be able to read it without a magnifying glass. But this the disclaimer form serves a couple purposes. Number one, it protects us. Number two, it makes it more valuable when we're sharing the Beamer with people that we are legitimate. 
number two. Number three, I like what my buddy Roger mentions here, is people go, well, you know, I, I don't want my information going out there or anything like that. I just tell them, listen, because of HIPAA, um, because of the Health Protection Plan uh, Act as such, that we do not share this information with anybody. This stays just with us. So that way they can feel secure that their information isn't going to be farmed out or, or sold out to some texting services or email blasts or anything there. And then also on the back of the form, you can write and take notes and whatever you want on the back of that disclaimer form. So you can be writing down, uh, you know, lady with red jacket from South Dakota, uh, left arm discomfort, seven on a 10, following uh, was a one on a 10, used B-pad program two, had them on B-body uh, intensity one. Whatever the case may be, you can put down all sorts of notes on the back of the disclaimer form. So that way, when you're doing your follow-ups, it might help jar your memory of who that individual was. Does that help out, Jan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Great information. And also, I think, too, is um, I ask permission to follow up the next day, and that's why I definitely do want to get their um, their cell number. Um, because um, what I say is I, I always uh, like to call the following day and follow up to see how you felt after your Beamer session. Also, um, we have a checklist too. And you can use the checklist for the people that are waiting and, you know, just have them sign it. And it's kind of like uh, you can't read everything um, it, uh, that, uh, I mean, uh, what they put on the disclaimer isn't real clear, but you have the checklist. So you can, you know, between the two of them, we, uh, we can get the proper information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I yeah, do sign, know it, sign in sheet. Right. Yeah, we just want to make sure, though, that they actually signed the official disclaimer form. Now, I know there's right. people out there right. that they, they're like, well, I printed off and I've got 500 older disclaimer forms. This is up to you, um, but ideally you want to use the most recent because our legal department and Veronica, they try to keep everything um, up to date on all of that stuff. So we wanna make sure we keep up to date. Number two, when you're reaching out to somebody using, for example, Beam or Share, I'm finding it very advantageous to be able to send at least the first text message to them while they are in your presence to make sure that it goes through and that they receive it. Because I've sent out Beamer shares and let's say I'll work an event and I'll have six or 10 people that I want to send Beamer shares out to and I'll do it that evening following the event and I don't get any returns back. And so then I normally wait a couple of days. I do not now call the following day and find out how they felt only because Lots of times people might not feel anything and you don't want to set yourself up for failure 
we know the Beamer works, okay? It's just a matter of continuing the education with that individual because if you ask them, so did you sleep better? Did you do that? And they're like, well, no, no, I I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Then in their mind, they're going to go, wow, this thing must not have worked on me. So we don't want to set up a negative idea or thought in their heads on that. I know originally some people like to do that, but we're finding out better success now by not doing that. So that's a couple of things, sending out uh, the initial text message or email and making sure the individual receives it while they're right there, because that way you can verify, did they even give you their right uh, number or did they give you a fictitious number? So Yeah, I uh, think that's, that's, I think that's uh, yeah, that's brilliant, yeah, to do that right away. And uh, this way you have the number you definitely have the correct number. I, that's brilliant. I love that. Yep. So there you go, Jan. I appreciate you calling in and, and, yeah. uh, and helping out too, here as uh, always. And then, too, Greg, uh, uh, waiting a couple of days and just uh, education. So now I'm, I'm going to follow your lead, um, which is, you know, wonderful. And uh, I want to – I wanted to ask, though, now, Roger, he knows uh, he's very successful in um, getting IVDs. Can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, the the biggest thing there at the booth is just keeping everything at a sixth grade level. And this isn't to downplay anybody, but this is our current studies. If you – it's very easy, and especially for me being in the medical field, to really get into the science of things. And for what comes natural to me is way over the heads of most people. So you just to keep it simple. That's the first thing. So just showing them the green video and Dr. Burke had mentioned, and I, I'll change the wordage because we're not supposed to use the word pain. I'm going to replace it with discomfort. But his quote was, where there is discomfort, there is lack of blood flow. And then just let people ponder that and let them nod their head or say, yes, I I understand. And so just keeping things very, very simple and regularity. When people can come back in two or three days in a row and then week after week, Having a booth at, let's say, your downtown farmer's market where you're there every week, when you show consistency being at a location, that raises the value of your product because then people realize, oh, you're not a here today, gone tomorrow type of thing. Because imagine if you go to a market and you're there every week and all of a sudden you see a new item pop up in a booth and it's there just one week and then it's gone again, you're going to go, oh, that just must be some fictitious thing or they must not be that serious. So regularity is also very impactful for people. And it is a time thing where we want to make sure that the time we're putting in is valuable time and also is a psychological game with individuals because we want to make sure that people recognize 
that this is a legitimate product. And all the things that we do make that happen by how we dress, how we approach people, how we present ourselves at a booth, having them sign the disclaimer forms. All of these things raise the value of Beamer because, once again, we're the only product out there that has medical studies that prove everything that we say it does. And we stay within the guidelines of compliance so that everything that is said is proven. And this is a hard thing to convince to some people because they want to go off on their own tangents, thinking that that's going to be more impactful. But they don't understand that when you go outside the boundaries, you're going outside what has been proven. And now you're going into hearsay and you're placing yourself among all the other fictitious products that are out there on the market. And I'm, I don't mean that bad in a way that fictitious products are good or bad or don't work. Don't get me wrong, okay? Because I know people are going to come back and go, well, I know this product works and everything, and that's fine. But what I'm saying is, is show me medical studies proving everything that you say and just leave it at that. And end of argument, they can't. So we want to make sure that we keep everything on the up and up, that we're professional. Our marketing department has put together some amazing marketing material where you do not have to reinvent yourself. And there's people out there that want to do that. They think their way is better, without a doubt. They're brand new. They come in, well, I want to do it my way. You know what? If you want to take additional 8, 10, 40 hours trying to put some type of marketing material together, then just know whatever you put together, you still have to run it by compliance to see if it can be used in a social setting. And if not, then you've wasted all that time putting all of that together when you could have gone in and the company already has pre-made compliant items that are designed when you go into the printing system, you can actually have your personal information printed on that stuff and sent directly to you. So the company has made this as a turnkey business. Don't reinvent the wheel. So with that, is there anything else, Jan, that you'd like to share today? I just want to thank you for being there for us, Greg. We, we all appreciate and love you. Thank you. God bless. Well, Ah, oh, thank you. And, you know, I love you too, girl. Can't wait to give you another big hug. And hopefully you got signed oh, up for you. the, um, um, for oh, the yes. convention. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. I got my ticket yeah. the very first morning. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll there. see you there, huh? Oh, yeah. We'll be there. And just to let yeah. everybody know to sign up for the convention, which is going to be, I think, the last weekend in August, make sure you go into your uh, back office, your Beamer back office. So you go backoffice.beamer.services, type in your Beamer email address, then your password. Then on the far left side, go over and all the way down under events, click on that. 
then there'll be a drop-down menu. Now, depending on the size of the screen you have on your computer, you may need to scroll down a little bit, and that will bring up additional items in the event portion and hit event search, which is at the bottom. And then when that comes up, all the different events that are here in the United States and maybe elsewhere might show up. And then scroll down to late August. And for Florida, um, our convention is there. And the early bird sign-up is going on right now. And it's for $199 a person, $199. And that is for the event itself. And that is good till April 15th. After April 15th, the price is going to go up $100 to $299. So make sure you get signed up. And then if you want to sign up a guest, you can do that also. Uh, you know, these are all separate purchases and doing that um, and go from there. But you do not want to miss the convention. And I know we hear this from other companies. If you've been in them and different things like that, folks, I'm here to tell you, I went to the convention on uh, five years ago, the, the 20th anniversary and hands down, if I have to crawl in there on my hands and feet, whatever the case may be to get there, I will get there. It is that much fun. And when you're in a room with a thousand, 2000, 3000 people and everybody's excited about what's going on, uh, Peter Gleim and others from the corporate in Liechtenstein are going to be there. There's going to be some amazing surprises, um, all sorts of announcements. You don't want to miss out. And the camaraderie and the location that they're at at this resort is unbelievable. And they've got a special thing going on right now, whereas if you sign up, so many new distributors before July 1st, um, I believe it's four, then your rooms are paid for and they have other special things going on too. So check your emails, check your monthly newsletter from Beamer under news in your back office. That information is all there for you. And there you go. Is there anything else, Jan, that uh, I've, possibly overlooked? I don't think so. You're pretty thorough, you know, <laughs> but it is in Orlando. <laughs> the Beamer Convention is in Orlando at Omni Resort Champions Gate. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. And, um, yeah, I couldn't wait for uh, for the tickets to come online. And saving 100 bucks before April 15th is 100 bucks. You know, that's a couple of meals. So, or maybe even half a night stay at the hotel. So, yep. um, yeah, thank, and thanks again, Greg. You're just an angel. We uh, we appreciate you more than you know. Uh, well, thank you, Jan. And as always, you know, we love having you on. So I'm going to let you go for now, but uh, we will be back. And for everybody, I want to appreciate everybody for logging in today. Hopefully this has been informative. We will be back next week, um, and we can go over more items. But please bring your questions, bring your concerns. Um, I'm going to leave it wide open for next week 
so that uh, we can go from your suggestions. So with that, everybody, I want to thank everybody for taking the time to be here. Have a wonderful week and make sure that you listen to Equine Thursday, next week's Testimonial Tuesdays, and make sure you get in and look through your back office, look at all the new things that are coming out. Absolutely amazing. Take care, everybody. Today's show was brought to you by an independent group of Beamer distributors who are committed to helping you find success in your business. We're all part of a bigger mission to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. We'll be back again really soon. Until then, here's to your health.